Life's busy. Take this deck. There's heaps to do on it. Like, um, polishing off this wine. That's tough. Life's pretty good with a Trex deck. Composite decking with no hard maintenance. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. The Friday Night Betfair Edge with Tom Haylock and Miles Fitzner for Betfair. Find better odds on AFL on Betfair. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Find better odds on the AFL, all right. Miles Fitzner, Tom Haylock with you on the Friday Night Betfair Edge. Wherever you're listening right around the country, good evening to you. Uh, well, I've got a... I'm back sitting in the chair on a Friday night, and I'm joined by the bloke that, well, we held it up. His shoulders are sore from carrying me when I don't turn up. His name is Tom Haylock. How are you, Tommy? Well, you're going to mention Sam Fantasia there. He did an excellent oh, yeah. job. I was saving that for later. Yeah. He, uh, but great to have you back, mate. Um, no offence to Sonny, but good to have you back. Um, yeah, looking forward to catching up next next Friday. Yeah, it'll be good next Friday in studio together when you come over. Hey, uh Mate, we're, we're, we're pretty short on time today because it's it's a really big race day. You've got SA Derby, you've got uh, the Doombin 10,000, Andrew Ramsden, Melbourne Cup qualifier. There's good racing uh, right around the country. We're going to chat about uh, a fair bit of that later. We're also going to catch up with Cliff Brown, uh, not too far away either. He really, really, really good bloke. Yes, we could uh, look forward to chatting to him. He's uh, he's a ripper. He's got uh, a couple of key chances in some Group Ones coming up. Obviously, Yefat in the Derby on Saturday, mate. Um, yeah, look forward to chatting all things racing. It's a huge day as always. It is. Uh, we're going to leave time for it. Let's go straight to some of the AFL markets. So I want to get this out of the way before we pull Cliff up and. Um it's, uh, it's a couple of nice games. I'm actually I'm, I'm in Melbourne tomorrow calling uh, Geelong St Kilda. So my first game interstate, and that looks like close enough to the match of the round, nearly. That'll be a great game to go to. Yes, St Kilda two dollars twenty, Geelong a dollar eighty two. What a match that will be. Geelong come off a, a good win against GWS, so just starting to hit form. Um, they beat Adelaide comprehensively. They were superb last uh, last week, and then they just didn't turn up against Geelong. But Geelong were too good for them. St Kilda going really well as well. Brave against Melbourne. I can't wait to see that match. And I might even see you over the weekend, mate. Yeah, it would be good to catch up and, uh, and maybe I'll watch take it. that as a no. Yeah, no. Well, don't, get, depends. don't get too enthusiastic, mate. Depends how much time I have, mate. I'm in at 11 o'clock. <laughs> calling it for AFL Nation if you want to tune in too on SEN. Yeah. Hey, do you want to just quickly touch on the Brownlow medal, mate? Because I know we're probably going to maybe next week um, and the week after we're sort of going to get right into it. But the Brownlow medal, we mentioned a couple really early doors. Cripps was one and Lockie Neal was another. And... We, we're in a really comfortable position now for the Friday night Betfair Edge listeners because Neil, we got big, and Cripps, we got big, and we were sort of trying to look for others, but they're just continuing to shorten. Yeah, it almost looks a two-horse race now. Um, Oliver and Petraka are probably the, the sleepers. They probably still votes off each other regularly. They're both $9, but yeah, Cripps, um, $2.92 on Betfair at the moment. Um, if you look at the corporates, you're getting much shorter than that. Um, so $2.92, $3, about that price of Cripps. It's going to be mighty hard to beat. On the Brown Open medal predictor on the hub, he's um, he's definitely leading the tally. Lockie Neal's the other one, Fitzy. We both said it. He traded as high as $21 on Betfair. Oh, yeah. Now into $4.80. So, um, yeah, you can trade, you can back, you can make a green book, as they say, and uh, that's the beauty of Betfair. All right. Tommy, uh, been looking forward to this. Uh, a bloke that haven't heard a lot from, and I know you have a little bit to do with, is a superstar trainer in Singapore. Super. He's back. He's got a couple of horses in his stable that are absolutely flying too. One running this weekend, uh, which we're going to talk about, of course, and one coming up in the Goodwood here in Adelaide. We speak of Cliff Brown. He joins us on the line. How are you, Cliff? 
Yeah, yep. Good evening. Yeah, no, all good. Superstars are a very loosely used term, obviously. Hey, Cliff, let's talk about that um, before we get into the horses. You were a big deal in Singapore. I know you're a humble man, um, but uh, you had you had plenty of success over there. Yeah, look, we were very fortunate. You know, I was surrounded by some really good people and had some great owners. So it takes um, uh, everything to make it work. And I was very fortunate to have the right people all around me. So, yep, it, it was good. What sort of what sort of numbers did you have in Singapore, Cliff? Uh, fifty, but but you may have fifty, but you don't actually have fifty racing. Yeah, you'll have uh, some resting, some getting ready to run, some racing, some out on injury. So, yeah, fifty was the number, but uh, it fluctuated as to what was actually racing. How long have you been back, and uh, and where's the stable at now? What sort of numbers are we, are we sitting at? Oh, look, we've been back nearly twelve months training. Um, we're at twenty five. We'll get to about twenty eight, and that'll be us. Just um, on the Cliff Tom Haylock here. Just on the transition back from Singapore to Australia, obviously a few challenges around that. I assume it's not an easy task to, to settle back into Australia. Uh, no, look, it's not. And, and there were so many different areas uh, that, that I was. You, you're away a lot. The handicapping system is very different. And and to be fair, you know, Tom, you've been a great help with that, explaining it to me and 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 uh, helping with how it all works. Because I think unless I had someone like yourself helping, uh, you sort of get lost by it a bit to start with, and eventually you pick it up. But no, no, you've, it's been a great asset having you. Um, but things have changed, and you expect them to keep changing. Yeah. Now, your stable's just warming up. You've got a couple of big weekends ahead. You've got your FET on Saturday. You've got the Inferno in the Goodwood. You've had uh, a couple of good runs throughout the week as well. We'll head to Saturday firstly. With Yaffet, his run last Saturday was enormous. He's on the quick backup. How's he come through that run? No, really good. Look, he's a, a remarkable horse. He he takes a fair bit of work. Uh, you know, he he uh, he came through the run very well. He hasn't, you know, borrowing an old saying, he hasn't left a note. He's he's remarkably tough and resilient. He's arrived in Adelaide this morning, and uh, and all's good. It's, he's a big eater, isn't he? He is, yeah. He's like his trainer. We don't leave much. And, uh, <laughs> no, we all do well. So, no, he's good. Very good, mate. Um, where he obviously he's drawn a little bit better than last Saturday. He drew wide there and went back. He ran the fastest um, 600, 400 and 200. His last 200 last weekend, Fitz, he was 13th fastest on the entire program, which is enormous over that 2,000. But could he settle closer? Is that the aim? And is this his grand final on Saturday? Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is, Tom, for sure. Listen, I'd like to settle a bit closer. It's one of those races that you don't want to be... You would like to go forward, but you don't want to go forward and he then gets over racing because you'll defeat the purpose of trying to run the trip. Um, definitely his grand final and definitely off for a break afterwards. So whatever happens, he'll uh, he'll then have a break and, and come back and see what he can do then. Cliff, do you find these races sometimes, and I certainly do, that, that there are horses that genuinely can't win, that they can really muck the tempo of these 2,500-metre races where you know, some sort of try to dash and go flat out and then hang on, or or the the tactics of the race really come into it, especially in, in these derbies? Oh, look, I suppose it's the same for most races, you know. We ran in a, a race last night, and they were ran quicker than the other fourteen hundred metre race quite significantly, and went at a solid tempo the whole way. So, it, it can happen to you know tomorrow. Uh, it may not happen, but you're in the lap of the gods as far as that goes. Yeah. Now, any any concern over the twenty five hundred for him? Based on last week, you would have thought no. 
Look, you, you, you would think no on last week, but you know, it's a big difference, that extra 500 metres. Pedigree-wise, his, his father you know, won a derby and he's thrown staying sort of horses. Female line, I actually had to look at it the other day and I wished I hadn't. Uh, <laughs> yeah, don't do that. <laughs> yeah, no, sort of... Yeah, and, and as Tom will tell you, I'm, I'm the greatest pessimist in the world. So once I was going through his pedigree, I was like, oh, my God, what am I doing? <laughs> um, you know, so, so it'll be a query, but it's a query for quite a few of us. Let's, uh, oh, good luck with Yaf on uh, Saturday, mates. Uh, I hope he runs well. I, I can see him running good races, a couple of key chances in the race, and horses that'll be hard to beat as well. But let's get to the big boy, um, the Inferno. Now, he's had a bit of an interrupted prep. Uh, obviously, he was fantastic in the Moyer in the spring, but the lightning, he got put in his face and uh, just needed the blowout at sale, mate. Yeah, he did. Listen, he's a really, you know, as a mate of mine said to me after sale, he said, and I said, look, he was just too big, you know. He said, oh, you know, they say, you know, you make the mistake the first time, which I, I did at Caulfield, his first prep. And then I repeated it. He said, well, if you do it twice, you're a moron. So uh, that's me. I'm the moron. <laughs> but, um, well, that's all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But listen, he came to it really well. Uh, and then he went to that race at Morpherville and was excellent the other day on a track that was sort of favouring leaders. I, I thought Behemoth was very good as well. He got held up and the two of them found the line really well. So we're looking forward to next week. You're not a moron, mate. You need to run them somewhere. You need to get the match practice in somewhere. So yeah, yeah, I know, I know. But I sort of headed off. Thinking, <laughs> uh, look, I did say heading off to Salah. I was really worried. He hadn't had a, he hadn't really come off the bridle since September, and he's a really big horse. So I think that was telling there. Yeah, that's that's the thing about him. I guess he he does need that work. He's probably similar to Yaf in a way. He gets big quickly and needs that run. But great to see him back on track in the the McKay, the Group Three at Morphville on May seventy. He warmed up late. He all all guns blazing ahead of the Goodwood. Yeah, look, he's really well. Um, you know, he, he's one of those horses we have we have do have trouble with his feet. You know, we've had to scratch him a few times, and they do take a fair bit of work. Uh, you know, after this run, whether we go to Brisbane or not, I'm not sure. Whenever he goes for a break, it'll it'll do his feet the world of good, and we'll try a few different things. But but his whole life, he's always had these feet issues, and and they do make it very difficult. But he he seems in a good spot at the moment. It, fluctuates with him, unfortunately. But at the moment, really pleased with him. Hey, Cliff, what we've all been waiting for, whether this debutant at Ballarat on Monday on the Syntho, where's the hunter, the Akidma feed gilding? Can we get a winner on debut? Yes, you've been waiting for him, eh? <laughs> uh, listen, he's... Uh, yeah, do anything for uh, a winner, Miles. Don't worry. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, oh, listen, he's medium ability. Uh, he'll. Be, I haven't even looked at the race yet. But, yeah, he'll be competitive enough, but no world beater. Now, you're in Adelaide, is that right? I am, yes. You're in God's country. Uh, any good recommendations? What's planned over the next couple of days, mate? Miles might be able to... Yeah, where, oh, where are no, you? Where are you? Come and have a beer. <laughs> oh, I'm in Glenelg. I'm in Glenelg. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that'd any be good. Come and have a beer. I'll, I'll, have, I'll have two of them and think I'm funny, so that's a bad evening <laughs> for you. So. <laughs> Should have had them before you came on air. Yeah, oh, you know, I've really killed it tonight, haven't I? Yeah. Yeah, but, mate, you're on fire. <laughs> hey, look, hopefully the horses run well for you, mate. I'm looking forward to the Inferno in the Goodwood because that's very, very winnable for a horse of that ability. I think uh, I think it's in the in the race up to its neck. Appreciate your time, Cliff. Great having a chat to you, and uh, we'll chat again soon. Thanks very much. Have a good night. Cliff Brown there, ripper. Uh, a ripper. Absolute ripper, that's Tommy. Isn't he a ripper? He's a very good man, yeah. yeah. Well, Good luck to him as well. He's, he's right when he says he's a pessimist. He, uh, so he calls me up regularly and says, 
am I wrong here? Am I doing this right? Is, is the horse actually a chance? And um, yeah, stable's warming up. He's had a uh, few. What's he got? The last uh, four runners have all placed. He's had uh, Koi Hoy win. He had a clip solar on uh, at Thursday. Packed them. Uh, ran well. Yeah, his, his stable's warming up and. Good to see the Inferno back. I like it how he says, where's the hunter's only medium ability? And being the pessimist, it's probably a little bit better than medium ability now, we know. So it <laughs> <laughs> so might run all right. Hey, uh, we're going to jump to a break on the Friday Betfair Edge. Uh, on the other side of this, we're going to run through some more races. A big, big, big race day. This is the Friday Night Betfair Edge. Miles Fitz and Tom Aylock, all thanks to Betfair. AFL is here. Play your way with Betfair. Call one 858 the Friday Night Betfair Edge with Tom Haylock and Miles Fitzner for Betfair. Find better odds on AFL on Betfair. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Welcome back to the Friday Night Betfair Edge. Tom Haylock, Miles Fitzner with you. Thanks to Betfair. AFL is here. Play your way. Find better odds and gamble responsibly only on the fair. Tommy, we have got uh, good racing at Scone, Eagle Farm, Flemington, Morfordville, and even Belmont. I'll probably cover the West End, most of Morfordville, and the other Betfair shows, which will go up on the podcast on the SEN app. But Flemington, Scone, and Eagle Farm have got plenty to talk about. We'll also talk about the Derby, of course, at Morfordville. Do you want to just get straight into it? Flemington race number one. Let's do it. Yeah, Flemington race number one. It's a, it's a good race meeting. Obviously, the Andrew Ramson winning her in to the Melbourne Cup. Um, yeah, a couple of horses I'm focusing on race one, Fitzy, and uh, Aura La is one of them. Uh, finished sixth on debut, but trialed since went enormous. This uh, son of uh, Shalar, this colt, a nice colt by, uh, or trained by Simon Zara. Home track, straight track, I think it'll improve drastically. Back onto a firmer footing, just completely forgives that heavy 10 run on debut. He was in the market there, drifted. He just didn't get through it at all. I think he can bounce back and run well at a big price. But the other one, the $1.3 million Ooh, colt yeah. here, the son of Snitzel in Dual. Um, oh, he's going to be mighty hard to beat here. Drawn Barrier 3, John McNeil um, down the straight. That's that's the query, but um, Sam Anthony and Sam Freeman, they're uh, very good trainers, two-year-olds, and, uh, yeah, he's got to be the horse to beat. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm all about dual too, but I'm not launching because there's something about debutantes, and especially up the straight, things can go wrong. Race 2, I'm happy to leave alone. Race 3, uh, I'm pretty keen on British Columbia at that price. Um uh, for Graham Begg. Oh, I think it was a nice win last start. And look, it's uh, it's an interesting weighted sort of race because everything's sort of on the minimum pretty well other than um, Carlisle. But I'm, I'm going to have a bit of a nibble at British Columbia and race C. Three, you got anything there? No, he's one of yours. $4.70 at the moment on Betfair, British Columbia. He's going to be hard to beat on the back of the, uh, his last start win for sure. Yeah, and then I'm going for a bit of a Graham Begg race to race double here because uh, I think uh, Butter Chicken which we saw a bit of, I know it didn't do a lot last prep, but we saw has had some sort of ability. This horse, and I reckon fresh, this is a pretty weak field that it's coming up against. And uh, to come up at $9 and $3, I thought uh, might be able to have a little bit of a go there. We've got a race number six, a Silver Bowl Series Handicap. I know that you haven't probably done too much here at Flemington, but Star of Chaos, well overs for me for the McAvoy camp of Will Price. Uh, weighted beautifully. Last two runs I'm happy with goes third up here. And you're going to get a very good each-way price. Aaron Bayer risk at the short quote, I think, Tommy. Yeah, about $9 at Betfair at the moment, mate. Nice pick, Nick. Probably the favourite heading into the race, about the $3.70 mark. Let's go to the Andrew Ramsden. Um, look, I'll just keep it short and sweet. I'm backing a couple here. I'm backing Luntzies. I think we finally get the horse back onto good ground. It's only had two goes on a good deck and one of them at one. Um, it's been running pretty well on heavy decks up there when it was up in Sydney and, and a lot better races than this. So uh, 
Yeah, it's a good each way quote. And also through Irish eyes, you and I have both spoken about this horse for, for months, really. And uh, the Mar Eustace team always thought it was going to make a cup. And uh, I'm going to be backing both of them. Maybe uh, a nibble point in a pen, too, if it gets to around the $6 mark. Yeah, I, I don't mind warning here at the weights. He's 105 handicapper. He's carrying the same weights as the likes of English King and Showalot, who are 73 and 79 handicappers. So even Sound of Cannon's off a win, so 58 and a half, and he's a 67 handicap rating. So warning is extremely well off. Yeah, just put the pen through what he did at Warnable on that heavy 10. He probably needed the run as well. Um, yeah, you completely forgive that. He's a better horse on top of the ground. You'll get a, a firmer track here at Flemington. He's going to be hard to beat. Through Irish eyes, it'll cost me a fortune. I, I love the horse. He's got a bit back for me on the each way, but I'll be saving on him as well. Uh, let's go to race number eight. This is a benchmark uh, 100 winter championship. Mate, I'm, I'm all about this. Probably my best bet of the day here is triple missile. Um Look, gets in light. I know it warned a ball. It ran fourth there. It was flying late from gate 11. Didn't appreciate the heavy. Never seen a heavy deck in its life, this horse. Uh, and flew late. Uh, I-, I warned people pre-warnable how good this horse is. It was in the top probably three or four sprinters in WA. People are underrating this. The price is ridiculous. Wow, wee. Well, he's going to start uh, first of all. good push there, Triple Missile. He's about that... 350 mark on Betfair. It's a deep race. If, you, if he doesn't win, there's, um, geez, open, open outside of triple missile. Yep. Uh, do you want to go to Scone or Eagle Farm? Where do you want to go next? I want to go to the Derby, mate, in Adelaide. Let's oh, go right. to the cliff. Oh, well, Let's look, I don't, I don't like this at all. At all. You don't like the race? No. no I, well, Allegron comes in with his favourite, $3.10. He's a, a very good horse. He's, he's performed over this distance before. $3.10 at the moment. Um, Detonate Jack done nothing wrong. Four dollars sixty. We spoke to Cliff. I, I think Yaff uh, Yaffet uh, number eleven's big price here. Twenty one dollars. Your horse that ran the thirteenth fastest final two hundred metres of the day over two thousand metres last weekend at Caulfield. His run was enormous. I think he'll get the distance, and I think he'll be uh, running very very well at twenty one dollars. So there's something for you each way. Yeah, mate. Uh, um, Allegron can win. Jungle Magnate can win. Harley moving his overs. Detonate Jack can win. Uh, water into wine at 41s wouldn't surprise me if that won. Yaffet at, you're going to get any old price on Betfair Yaffet. That can win. Um, mate, it's a very, very, very open derby. I'll have eight in my quarter here, but I'm probably just going to back the value on <laughs> Betfair late, I reckon. Uh, that's exactly what I'm going to do. Uh, at Morfordville 2, we'll probably cover the rest in the... Um, David Jolly's got a mortgage at race five, if you ever want to go and have a look at that race too. Let's go to Scone, though, um, because... There's a couple of horses up there. One of them that you and I have, have sort of kept an eye on a little bit in Legay Salee in race number eight. Um, and I'm probably keen to have a little bit of a nibble at Legay Salee here. You like her? Um, she's, she's going really well. It's a good race. Majestic shot on the back up for me, probably on top there. 400 metres first time for Majestic shot, but um, she was enormous and probably could have gone close to winning last start, uh, last weekend. Um, Legay Soleil, right in the mix as well for you, Fitzy. There's a couple I like. I'll just um, have I got that race number right? I, I don't, do I? Yeah, race eight, race eight, race eight. Number sixteen is Legay Soleil. Yep. Oh, yeah, I did get it. Um, yep. Yeah, well done. Race four, number four, Lady Harlem. Um, for me, the listed Woodland Stakes for two off fillies. Now this horse trialled up really nicely. John O'Shea's a good, uh, good trainer. First up horses. Similion got the Similion form. who ran really well on the Blue Diamond. The form stacks up each way all day. Race four number four. A couple of others for me. Race five. I'm backing number sixteen. And we danced. And number three. I am lethal there for you, Fitzy. Anything you like uh, outside of the Gosa Lake? Race number six. I am me. Very, very keen on I am me. I think this horse is is sharp. Um, Fifty three and a half here. Chatty Schofield. Um, drawn okay. Parted. 
Yeah, I, I, I like it. I know it's an open race, but I like it, especially at that price. I expected it to be shorter. Um, and then, look, race seven or race nine, wherever Animat runs, just back it. Yep. Yeah. Just an interesting setup for Animat back onto a firmer track. Absolute swimmer and absolutely flying. Run some blistering sectionals. If you do the times and data, smash the clock, Animat. Clearly going well. Just a different circumstance that's going on onto a firmer footing, but... Who knows how the track plays? You'll, uh, yeah, we'll see backing up after Friday. Uh, let's go to Eagle Farm. It's a doom in 10,000. Been shifted because of the rain. Eagle Farm drains and it drains well. Uh, look, it's got to be Marzu here. Uh, I expected it to be a little bit shorter than probably what it is. I think you're going to see money for a few of the locals. Um, you're probably going to get a little bit of a drift late, I imagine. Um, and uh, and then you can just go on Betfair and uh, and just line up. I'll be following the money here. Eagle Farm, like, if this was a doom, and Missouri would be almost immoral. Um, absolute wet tracker, heavy 10, no issues for Missouri if that was the case. Just Eagle Farm has a, it dries, it's a sand-based surface, it dries really well. It, it can undo a lot of good horses, but Missouri goes into the race um, favourite and, and clearly the horse to beat on what he's been doing. Any others up there? Uh, I know the boys will have them covered um, on the Queensland bet. It's Capital Tower in race number five for Tony Gollan. Looks a really nice horse. Yeah, it's a, it's a cracking day. Um, Shelby 66 goes around for his 18th run in a row, basically. Unbelievable, that. He deserves a break, this horse. Pulele might be the value in the group one there, but um, what a day of racing it is, mate. Um, if I had to say to you, what's your sort of better bet and your better each way bet around the country? Ooh, oh, am I putting um, you under pressure or we like, wait and put them up on the website? <laughs> we'll put them on the website. I like Lady Harlem at, uh, at Scone each way. And the two that I mentioned in race five at Scone, and we dance and I'm lethal. Best value might be Yaffet in the derby. Yeah, I'm sort of probably leaning to wherever Andermatt runs, I think it wins. Uh, I think Dual wins the first at Flemington. Star of Chaos, uh, you know, and Luntzies and through Irish Eyes, they're all value in those races, but Triple Missile should be winning. Tommy, all we've got time for, mate. Chat again next week. Can't wait, mate. Thank you. That's all we've got on the Friday night Betfair Edge. Don't forget, you can go to the SEN app, type Betfair Edge, listen to the podcast. All the tips go up on the website. We'll see you same time, same place next week. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply.